everyone, and welcome to the MTG Painful Juice Podcast, episode 51. I'm Britt Wagner. Joining me, as always, is Cole Kirkman. Cole, how have you been? I've been good. Uh, you know, just getting ready for a, a very fun event coming up that we're going to talk about tonight. Yeah, that's coming up this weekend from this recording. Uh, Team Trios, it's always... These, these are always a lot of fun. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. These are like my favorite event. Yeah. Easily. Like I love them. Yeah. So this will be uh high tier modern legacy. It's being hosted up in Oklahoma city. Uh, I, I forget the name of the store, but, uh, I don't they, they the hosted it last but year. Yeah. But it's uh, the center States, uh, championship. Right. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, the top two gets like a buy in their eternal, uh, weekend. And then that's, and then it's like pays out to top six, I think, or something. Anyway. But it just yeah. depends how many people show up, I think, is what it was. Right. So just like last year, it'll be Pioneer, Modern, Legacy. And we did this last year. We were close to closing out, but uh, we... I think we were one game away. We were like, yeah, exactly. You were you actually were crushing that weekend. Me it was and... unfortunate my last round was the, like, it was the worst matchup. And I, like... I, I, I have no one to blame on myself for it because I, I was like, yeah, I'll keep a, a mid-hand because, like, it doesn't matter because the other two should get it. Yeah, what was unfortunate was we were, like, 2-1-1 one, and one going into that last round. A win would have been put us in the, I think it was, like, top four, uh like, play-in or whatever. There's, like, mm-hmm. team trio, so it's, like, a little different. You don't, I don't think it goes right to top eight or maybe it goes to the top six or something else. But... I was playing, and I was. I think the last round we lost because we had a. I don't even remember, but it. I I it was lost such a, a model wide initiative when that was really good, and then you drew with, or no, you lost to. It was a, it was scam. Yeah, it was scam when scam was kind of a meme. You right. And then, because you were on creativity, I think, right? Yeah, I was on four color creativity. This was off the heels of uh, the Star City really good event, uh, event yeah. that I did. And then Alec was playing Shiggles in yeah. the Pioneer Sea. But for some reason, we couldn't get up, even though everyone else we played against got up. Right, and also the timer was fifty minutes for trios. And... I'm laying, I'm laying down the wall this time. I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm gonna be shitty. Yeah, I, man, I that. Because there was a few unintentional draws, like I think we had one also earlier in that tournament, and then the I guess round five, I think we drew or lost. Or I don't even remember. Um, we we didn't win. What's that was the only relevant fa- fact there. But yeah, we're gonna have to. At least you know your team is slower this year because uh, Alec could play. Alec is had plays at a moderate pace, but me and, J- and Jables are a little slow. Uh, a little bit slower players. Oh, and uh, Jables will be our third this time. He will be replacing Alec this year, and he'll be in the modern seat, and I'm going to slide over to the Pioneer seat. And I'm where I've always been. Yep. T- yeah, you'll be a legacy player, so let's talk about that. But first, Cole, let's talk about our sponsor. Yep. Uh, again, we're sponsored by Interlude. I have a code to give out. Uh, Interlude has a lot of really cool supplies for your favorite gaming needs. Uh, this is a pitch I'm going to with off the top of my head. <laughs> but the best kind of go, pitches, yeah. Yeah, but if you want to go shop on Interlude, uh, just use code NHG. It's all in capitals. Twenty twenty four. You get five percent off. Awesome. So, go. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, we're gonna talk about every, uh, all three of our seats, and we're gonna go 
pioneered a legacy, so I'll go first. I'm just going to be... This one should be short, but I'm just going to play Neoform. Very similar to the RC list I played, uh, I guess, in Atlanta about a month ago. I'm just going to run it back with just some minor changes. I, I always talked about how I really liked my list in the RC. I don't think there's much change I need to make. The main deck is the same, and with the exception of like one set different side, um, not sideboard, one different removal spell, probably a Heartless Act and a split, a split between Heartless Act and Power Word Kill. I think that's what I've settled on. I still don't want to do. I think honestly, uh, Go for the Throw might be okay, but it's it's any of those three. I'm I'm like a little less worried about that. It's just like, what do I want to respect? I think and... Go for the Throw might be actually pretty solid. Honestly, I, I mean yeah, the, the copter yeah. just really. Just didn't take off, right? It, Jokingly it, enough, no, right? Yeah, uh, there were yeah, not a pilots or something. Uh, it's, yeah, funny enough, pi- copter was not relevant. Like that, that downside was always there. Like, yo, you can't kill vehicles with this one. Heartless act, you can't kill a a creature with a counter on it. Alternatively, you could just straight up win versus bl- the uh, arc fiend of the dross. I think that's yeah, the arch, 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 arch of the dross. Yeah, you just straight up win because you just remove three of its four counters and they lose in their upkeep. Uh, and then Heartless Act. Or yeah, that's Heartless Act and then uh, Power Word Kill. It doesn't kill angels, which is not that much of a downside. Uh, well, I, I mean, saying, it, it seems like angels stuff. doesn't... Yeah. There's, there's more. Yeah, I mean, angels is the most relevant. It, like, it can't kill an opposing Atraxa, so fires, uh, and, uh, and, and, like, a transmog and I guess other Neoform decks. Well, could Heartless Act also not kill an opposing Atraxa? In the mirror, it, does, it just destroy a creature without counters on it. Yeah, but oh, it in, comes the, in the mirror, yeah, you can't, yeah. you can't kill it. You can only uh, remove like remove a die, remove the dice on top of it. That's all you can do. Um, so yeah, the main deck, I mean, mostly the same. It, I think it's just really solid. Um, there's nothing else to consider other than maybe Dragonlord Tarka, but I just don't care about Dragonlord Tarka that much, so I'm not going to bother. Uh, the sideboard, I think, is just going to run the third mystical dispute instead of the Wilt, because I care a little bit more about is it Phoenix than I do, and us other decks that have tap add blue mana. I just care more about those decks than I do about the functionality of Wilt. So, I'm just going to do that. I think cool. Oh, that tracks. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and that's it. Uh, the only the only small thing I might do, Cole, and I talked about this offcast that I. I'm I'm gonna have all the cards for Amalia combo, but I probably won't do that. That's that's oh. what's called the adult decision. <laughs> I mean, so here's my thing. Okay, uh, yeah. I'll say this: I trust you pretty, uh, like I, I trust you a lot. So if you decided like, hey, I really think Amalia combo's gonna do it, like I think it 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 has the legs. Then I would be like, you know what, Brad, fuck it, go get it. But like, yeah, I don't know. To me, it just seems like really, it's just such such a medium deck. Yeah. No, I, I, I it that's true. I think, or I well, I, I don't want to say that's true or not true. I think it's a fine deck, but it's yeah. I don't know where it actually like where it is on the map as far as like is this deck actually good. Uh. Or not? Like, if it was, is it Phoenix? Like, if I was, if I felt comfortable with that, then I would definitely want to do that uh, more than Amalia combo. But I mean, that's it. That I think Amalia combo is is kind of neat. 
kind of good. I mean, the, what's nice is when you explore, you explore is almost like a draw a card. Like as far as like just generic power level. Um, uh -huh. it, in some cases, it's, it, you argue it's a little bit better. If it's a land, you draw it. And you, so that it's kind of nice that a combo deck has these cards to kind of help you go a little bit faster or get to the right card and stuff like that. That's it. That's it. I mean, it, like if it, if I were looking at other decks, it'd be like Lotus Field. There's nothing wrong with Lotus Field, I don't think, but I'd just rather play Neoform. I just think it's it's really, really good. I just want to play that. And I think that's it for me, actually. All right. Well, now we both get to speak for John. So, John, what, is, what do you think John's going to play? What do I think or what do I know? I guess let's go with what you think. I would think he would play Etron. Now, what I know he is. He's gonna take his his living end, which I, is yeah. If he was traveling alone to a modern tournament and we didn't, we weren't there to police him. He, I think there's a much better chance he would play Etron. But I think he, I think he, yeah, he's got to play living, and he's been playing that quite a bit recently. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. he really likes modern too. And you know, we just got out of the modern season, which kind of sucks. Cause, you know, he was he was actually enjoying it. Yeah. So, but yeah, we we know that he's uh playing um. Uh, I almost said Etron, just thinking about it. He's playing, playing Living End, uh, which, like, I think is good for the field. Like, with these trios decks, uh, just having a deck that can floor it, like, you know, randomly went out of nowhere, can be really good. Oh, yeah. Like, you, you kind of have to show up with either, like, either respect the deck format or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I mean, living it is is the definition of respect the deck. Like it, it sits there and it's like, all right, I'm gonna do this thing, and if you don't have the answer to it, uh, you're dead. It's over. Right. But yeah, I, I do know he's playing that, and I think it's a good take. And it, the good thing too is he's gonna be between both of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we can uh, kind of help him. I know he's talking about that would be cool because we can help him with decisions and whatnot. Right. Yeah. Your is um. Well, we'll we'll talk about your deck, but ho yeah, hopefully I'll be able to to win my game or finish my games pretty quickly and be able to help out as well. As I was say, I mean, like, yeah, I, I say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And living it could easily be a deck that just, I think it's like, I guess maybe a little underplayed. So, and I think it's certainly not respected enough for the most part. So that makes me like living in that much more. Just like a, a good, a good time to be played in living in, I think. I definitely think it's a deck that's undervalued, kind of. I don't know. Like, it, it's good. Uh, but I, I don't know. Like, I remember when we talked about the uh, the quote-unquote band uh, that you were kind of like, oh, Living Ants would be like this BDIF. Like, I did say this, yes. And it's just, to no surprise, it's not. <laughs> um, okay. Well, like, I don't know. Because my thought was like, it's good. I, I'm still happy that my my saying I thought Rhinos was gonna stay being good and still is very good. I didn't think it was. Yeah, but it I figured it, it, it is. there's just no reason it's not going to be. Like Fury no. didn't make or break the deck. And like I really scams one of Scam's ways of getting around a rhino is scamming a uh Fury. Right. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know. I I think it's good. Like I said, I I do like the uh, the respect the deck format, you know, like fetch shock cycle pitch cast grief go and it's like oh, fuck like great now I'm dealing with this okay, um, especially in the modern sea because people 
either kind of given up, you know, like, because the BNR happened near the end of the season, so there was, like, what, two weekends left? And... They could just one weekend for the RC the RCQ season, the two weeks for the RC. Yeah, so, like, yeah, like, people kind of were like, all right, I'm going to pull burn out of my ass or whatever. <laughs> um and just show up with whatever. So yeah, uh, I think I I think uh, people with a modern seat are probably either going to play their old traditional decks, like probably burn or something, and then uh, you know because people yeah and then like John might be able to just take over, which uh, which is the hope. That's so what was uh, I guess like you played? I haven't been to Oklahoma in in some time because you and you and Jables traveled up north for like one or two events right i did and, three okay so so you might be more aware of like the the what they do up in oklahoma a little bit well, more it's funny because yeah. like when when i was there with jacob and them beans was like the most popular fucking deck but that's also gone now so yes yeah that's fair point so i can't i don't know i i, I have no idea there was a lot of yog but living in does it can beat up on Yogg, but that matchup is a little tricky. Like, I think John will, like, like there's matches where Living End just gets to do the thing and it doesn't matter. Your opponent has no interaction, they die. Yeah, but, oh yeah, yeah. But Yogg is not one of those matches because, like, some are playing main board endurances and some, you know, play three of the board in addition to the main board one. So, John's got to be careful about that. And, you know, Grist is really annoying because it's feeding his graveyard. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds that sounds pretty tricky, honestly. I mean, when I played Yogg, but this is you know years ago. Sure. Uh, that matchup was never that bad for me on Yogg because like if you went turn two Grist and just upticked a bunch, it usually carried the game. Yeah, he just was really annoying. And then yeah. if you got a Yogg out, you can get rid of your board and then get the remnants back and probably went after that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of a natural good place to be if living is really good then Yogg is is a is a pretty pretty good choice well yeah and Yogg kind of has gone back to being this mid-range strategy again uh recently so that is another thing about Yogg is is Yogg is working back towards like less super comboing and more being black green good shit and then having the combo that just happens randomly right and more combos to kind of yeah, I mean, yeah, you have a bunch of lines that can combo off. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was, you know, kind of funny talking about, um, I was in the Amulet Discord, and I would, like, always poke my head in there, and so I was like, uh, how do we, how do we prove the living in matchup? I brought in one Endurance, but it didn't seem like it mattered. I was like, yeah, I was like, dude, you don't have enough cards, like. You, you need more. He's like, I don't, because he said he didn't play a bog or didn't play the end or, like, these these good cards and like well you basically said I, you're ignoring it like one endurance doesn't do any like hardly anything in the matchup so but I hope hope there's more of those people in that room and eh, opposing opposing JB so yeah cool awesome so I guess now we're over to your seat legacy the good old whoever gives a shit seat alright so I'm between two decks really. I'm between uh Sultai Beans, uh, which has become one of the better decks in the format, and another deck that's become one of the better decks in the format, which is Goblins. Um 
I really like both of the decks. Um, I'm usually, when I'm in the Legacy seat, I'm usually much better at being a force check deck kind of shit. Um, where you put something on the stack and you look at your opponent and you're like, all right, does this happen or not? And if it <laughs> does happen, you might die. Yeah. Um, so that's a good thing about goblins is it it does just get to do that. Uh, but um, in the other seat, excuse me, in the other seat is beans, which is just a really really good all around like mid range or control ish mid range deck where you get to play like one of the busted cards in, in the game, which is beans with force of will, murderous cut, uh, murtide regnet, like stuff like that. And uh, I, I've kind of if if to, if the event was tomorrow, I think I would just play beans. Um, it just feels solid for the room because like the benefit of beans is if I show up and the whole room is combo decks, then I'm gonna be favored because you're a forceful deck. So like re like grief is like the one card you have to care about. Um, but if the whole room is like these mid range decks, then uh, goblins is way better because then you just get to put a goblin into play that makes four, five, six mana, and then, you know, put more things into play. And you get to play Cavern of Souls, which is really annoying. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I like both the decks. Uh, I mean, we do have time as of recording. It's this weekend and recording on Monday. So, like, we do have a little bit of time. But, like I said, probably leaning more towards Beans. Also, Beans gets to play Leovold, and I fucking love that card. <laughs> so, I, I, if I could play him. I was listening to another pod. They were talking about the, uh, like, that would be in the Cole uh, spellbook, signature spellbook or something. Leovold would definitely be in there. Oh, he's the poster child. Right, yeah, he's... <laughs> like, he's... I, I, dude, when MHG was coming out, and they were like, yeah, we're bringing cards in from Legacy into Modern, I was reaching to the sky. Like, I was like, please God, give me Leo. Like, he might suck ass in this format, which he probably still would, but fuck would I play him. Like, I would splash blue and yog for him. There, there was a, uh, I remember because I was looking at a, like, I guess it was someone put together the previewed cards and I, they do it, I guess they do it by color, like the, or the, the white cards are the first ones and then like the number. So they were like, okay, what's still like, okay, this card's out, this card's out. And then eventually later in the se- in the previous season, I, I had to tell Cole, like, unfortunately, Leobold is, is not going to be at it. It just got crunched out. I cried. Uh, you did. Yeah, you did. But now with MH3, maybe, maybe, Cole. Very possible. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, I I just like where Beans is. Like, I never get to play the Soul Tech Colors in, uh, in Legacy. And just having access to it is so, so fun sometimes. Like, forcing, dazing. You get to play Ponder and Brainstorm. Like, all the Legacy decks I usually play don't do that at all. Yeah. Like, they usually are like, all right, uh, here's a thing. Does it happen? No? Okay, well, you're you're dead. Or, you or yeah, you know, like, stuff like that. You know, we, if you're on Sultai Beans, we're all on Sultai decks. Living in yeah. is largely a Sultai, like, you know, the car, the spell, or the um, the creatures are all Sultai colors. Besides, so it's funny. So besides the elephant in the deck, yeah, that's it. Like, that's the only one. Yeah, yeah, like if uh, if I played goblins, we would be all all the colors of the rainbow. Or no, we wouldn't. We no, yeah, I, I, Atraxa gives us white. Yeah, we we'd be yeah, all the colors good. of we're the good. rainbow. We're good. We're good. 
Don't worry, I have the white color identity covered. Yeah, I was gonna say I can't think if John would. Oh, if he's all ley lines, he would. Oh, he, uh, he, uh, he better like because <laughs> I think that's a really good card. And if you say Burns prominent, then he he, he must. I mean, the problem. So the problem with with uh, Living End and Burn is like if you do because I've seen it happen a lot of time with Living End, like they'll mold to like three. You know, like four or five. They'll go deep for it to, to get to a ley line, and then their burn opponent just keeps like the creature start, and it just doesn't matter. Yeah, you're like, all right, one land cycler and ley line. And you're like, all right, this the hope to God, and your opponent's like, all right, fetch shot goblin guy, then turn two goblin guy plus monster, and you're like, oh, fuck, I think I'm dead. My face is protected, but not my groin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's fair, but it's like it's. It's it's a good card. I think I think these we. It I mean, to me, be in the I I more personally like it because it stops grave hate. Like most of the grave hate. In the that's all. Yeah, that's the whole argument. Like I was uh talking with uh, Mr. David Pierce, best living player of all time, and about like leyline of sanctity. I was like, yeah, it's just confirming you would put put that in your, like if it's in your registry of the card, you'll play it against me. That you know, amulet And he's like, oh yeah, it stops. Balakut, Bog, it stops all the graveyard cards. Well, yeah, and the good thing, yeah. it buys time, at least against you. Like, if you are if you... having to go on the Valakut plan, like, then um, it just gives you, it gives you time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I haven't seen his list. I think he's more recently been looking at, like, the black version of Living In, so, like, the troll and... The Super Metis troll? Yeah, the yeah the, the guy from... Uh, As a Doom... Yeah, the, from Lord of the Rings, yeah. I mean, that's one of the best cards in Legacy, funny enough, just because they'll reanimate it on turn two. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, deal with this, basically. Yeah, I mean, it's just big dumb, what, seven, six or some shit? It's a, it's a huge guy. Yeah, yeah, I don't know the stats. It's 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 really chalky. Yeah, they'll just, like, put it in play, and they'll be like, all right, good luck. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. Just, just looked at the format lately, and, and the big thing about Legacy, and I, I tell people this all the time, that makes Legacy rough is... In Paper Legacy, especially for trios, you really never know what you're sitting across. Like, we could go, and I could be sitting across either somebody that's, like, religiously keeping up with Legacy for whatever reason, kind of like where I'm at, and playing a deck that's, like, a good offshoot meta deck, like, like updated Storm or something, you know? Or I play against somebody that they found on the street that just has cards from the Legacy era and they're like, yeah, here's my like OG Delver deck, right? That like, I, took. Oh, I I have Burn, yeah, yeah. Like that's what Tyler did. Tyler fucked people up with that because he was <laughs> show playing Burn, yeah. So and and it just I don't know, it's just kind of hard. Could do Death Shadow. I'm just I just saw this list. I think it just has, uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty cheap deck. And the pr- pretty good budget. Like you can just play Water Graves too and have a budget. I mean, you play both. Do. Uh, seas and graves. Right. If you like, you know, if you're building your way up to the sea, then it's like additional copies of Watery Grave is not the worst thing ever. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've tried to like persuade myself that I could actually be in play this deck and like go in, in bite sized chunks. That's what I used to do, kind of. I mean, to, in my opinion, I, I, it always upsets me that Legacy is so goddamn expensive. Like, it's it's a really fun format, but it's just so egregiously out of, like, just impossible to acquire. Like, if I didn't have the connections that I did, 
or just have the, the, the resources that I have to acquire the things I'm missing for decks, there is no fucking way that we probably would even have a legacy seat. Like, I would be like, go find another human that I like yeah. to get these things. Like, it is so bad. I just wonder what, like, I know it's, it's like, the, it's the boomer format too. It's, it's like the people who've been playing a long time. This is, you know, this is their chance to play it. And it's like, you know, it's, you know, it's fine, but it's just like, I personally have more fun playing Legacy. Like, I play Legacy on Moto a lot, and it, it's very interactive. Like, there are obviously combo decks that do the thing and you die. Like, that that does happen. But usually it's a lot of, like, grindier games and shit like that and, you know, figuring things out. Like, I, I will admit, I'm not a huge Standard fan. We might talk about Standard this episode. Um, but, like... You it, like standard right now is just really grindy. Like that's what the format is for standard. It's just super fucking grindy, um, and people like that. People love the whole like, all right, we're going into like turn thirty, <laughs> like you know, like we're grinding the fuck out of it. But that's I think standard should often be like have some sort of big mid range component to it. Yeah, I don't think standard should be a combo format ever. I no, no, no. I'm a big anti uh, combo format for. Uh, standard like i if, if standard ever gets really combo heavy i think it's like greatly well luckily it doesn't i don't think that happens too too often like i guess like reanimator uh back with with um with uh josh josh but even then that deck was like, like that. primarily grindy like it had it, it, it didn't just do it really quick it, it yeah it would grind into but it, it also cheat powerful effects too I think that really the problem with, with Standard during that time was more so uh, fucking Fable was just so egregiously difficult to no, deal it was, with. No, it was the Bank Buster. It was the Bank Buster. Probably Most both, Brent. I'll give you that. I'll say okay. both. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, I don't know. I uh, I really like Legacy. I wish there was more play for it. Like, I will say, I do like that they reprint Force a little often. I mean, obviously, Force Bowl is going to stay being a $50 card because Commander, and it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's really the dual lands and the City of Traders and stuff that just, like, the Reserve list that just keeps people, like, from even looking at it. Because they like reprinting random shit from Legacy, like Wastelands and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. like Snuff Out got reprinted recently, which is crazy, and then Reanimate keeps getting reprinted, and, like, there's a bunch of shit. But, yeah, it's really just the, the duels, like, I'm like so we were talking about for four death shadow like the it's two thousand dollars which is really cheap for a legacy deck right now and that money primarily is the two revised underground cities at 700 a piece yeah like that's that's the big thing outside of that it's basically the griefs and then this uh griefs merc tides are like 12 bucks if it uh, plays bowmaster and uh, yeah bow boy forces That stuff like that, but yeah, like I said, if, if more people could play Legacy, I'd like if you ever around and like, let's say you already play modern pretty heavily, and you go to your like your store and they're like, Yeah, we're, we're running a Legacy event and it's gonna be blah blah blah, so and so, and you can use 20 proxies. Like, if you have it, go do it, it's fun. Yeah, and Sticky shows now a payoff is a track set a lot of the times now, too. So Same thing with Reanimator, it's, it's kind of both, yeah, like. Awesome. Like, the big thing about Atraxa, so one of the cards that kind of hurt Legacy a lot was Bowboy. It's Bowboy's kind of fucked up. 
So Gristlebrand is a good card, but obviously if you pay seven and then they fucking shoot you, well, like, you're probably dead. <laughs> um, yeah. So the big thing is, like, you put a tracks into play and she'll draw cards without drawing cards and then, you know, you kind of went around it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's my opinion. Like, see, either beans or goblins, it depends on things happening and whatnot. Like I said, it, it, it could easily be that I show up and I'm like, man, fuck this, I'll play goblins or whatever. And just be like, alright, turn one cavern, cavern on goblin, chrome box, pitch this, pitch a saving spirit guy, put mind goblin into play. Also, here's a bit, I'm gonna tell the story. Um, so, obviously if you don't play legacy, or really anything like that would need this, which is not much, uh, how the sticker mechanic works, um, I was going to mute for a while. <laughs> fucking, I was not going to be long, but I did. Sure. I had to watch fucking videos on what the fuck. <laughs> like, the little fucking sticker thing worked. So you have to have 10 singleton stickers. Um, Well, actually, you know what? I think it says on the back of the sticker. It does. All right, I'm going to read it to you. Okay. So I have one sticker, by the way, gang. I'm going to tell you right now who are listening. I ordered the nine other ones that I was missing. Fucking $27. Because one of these stickers I already had, because JV's a, a fucking badass, was $5. It's the one with Delusionary on it, which is the only sticker that can make six mana with Mind Goblin. Fucking crazy. JV had 20 of these. Uh-huh. So, he's, he's specced on them, and he was he's a brilliant genius. Okay, so construct. So okay, so for constructed, bring at least ten unique sticker sheets. So they have to be different. No repeat sheets. That's cheats. Oh, this actually tells jokes on the back. That's funny. Before each game, choose three at random to use that game. So you shuffle them, and then you 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 basically get your opponent <laughs> to pick three at random. Get. Game or match? So at best of three, do you pick three new ones? It says use that game. I probably would have to ask the judge. I don't know. Okay. Okay, cool. We're uh, doing great. When, when told to sticker a card, choose a name or art sticker for free. Ability or power and toughest stickers cost just a few tickets each. Okay, so that, that part does not matter because I'm saying the card I play doesn't care. Cards keep their stickers on the battlefield, in the graveyard, and in exile, even in the command zone. Doesn't matter if a card goes to your hand or library. It's stickers. Go back to the sheet. It's a perpetual thing. Yeah. This is the only perpetual thing that I think is in magic right now. Yeah. So the big okay. thing with this, obviously, I'm not fucking peeling the stickers off. We, we talked about this. I'm going to sleeve these hose, and then I'm going to get a piece of scrap paper for the whole damn day, if I play goblins, and just write what word is on the goblin. Because it really only matters once. You kind of just do it one time. Yeah. Because you'll be like, ETB, obviously if I get the sheet with Delusionary, I'm going to choose the word Delusionary. <laughs> <laughs> like every, I don't know how it works. I'll have to ask a judge more so on it. Because the way that Moto does it is it's it's a die roll. So obviously not like this. Like it roll a D10 three times or whatever. It rolls a d20. It's like five through six and stuff like that. Okay, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so I I don't know. Okay, so that also if the, I guess like if it changes zone at all, like including going back into your deck, like if it Aether Guster or whatever, it 
It is. It still in has the a deck. sticker. The sticker. Well, I think it said if it went to the deck, it loses it. Uh, cards keep their stickers on the battlefield, in the graveyard, or and in exile, even the command zone. If a card goes to your hand or library, its sticker goes back onto the sheet. Okay, so if I, it goes to your hand or library, the sticker will go back to the sticker card. Okay, I hope, uh, dude. I okay. This it's a lot, man. Dude, you're fucking telling me. All right, <laughs> like I don't think you understand how stress. First off, it was stressful to get the fuckers in the first place. All right, and it is twice as stressful trying to figure out what they do or how to do it without looking like an asshole. Like, I hope that if I play goblins, I'm the only human in that room that's playing goblins because I would feel awful for anyone else. The other thing I told Brent about, so there's a whole thing with legacy that people talk about all the time is that your token sideboard thing can be like 30 different tokens because of what legacy can make. There's like the right. monarch, the initiative, uh, a bunch of other shit. So you could technically, I could show up with beans with the 10 sticker deck, make my opponent choose three random stickers at the beginning of the game and have zero cards in my deck that have a sticker. You probably, there's probably a rule that you can't do that, but you definitely could regardless, like kind of thing. <laughs> like I'm sure that the judge would be like, why are you making them do this? You don't have a sticker card in your deck. To be fair, your deck is unknown knowledge because it's not open deck list. It'd be funny to do that. Um, I'm definitely not fucking doing that. But but is it like, it is a pregame action? It, it is to... a before you die roll, I think. I'm going to have to ask a judge again. Like, I think so it's like, before you I die roll I don't know if like companions reveal like that same timing or... I think yeah, I think it's the same time as companion. So before anything is decided, like... Okay. You just go, I have this. So basically, I'd have to send it to people and be like, hey, here's my stickers. Stop <laughs> shuffling. Okay, man. Okay, well, good luck with the keeping up with that. Uh, what if you forget? <laughs> if you forget, just nothing happens. Then, yeah, but... then you're you have a three mana two two. Cool. Yeah, there he is. Three mana two two. Yeah. So when this creature enters the battlefield, you may put a name sticker on it. Add red mana for each unique vowel on that sticker. E I O U N. Okay. Okay. So we need to confirm how is it once or all up to three games. That's the big for... one. Yeah. If 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 my opponent chooses my three stickers is that that whole match like that whole game like or do i take the three sticker sheet and shuffle them after he beats me game one or i beat him game one and then we do it again right otherwise fucking hope i get lucky and get delusionary every time also here's my other thing do i have to show them that they're that they're 10 different ones I think I have to. I right? think you have to. Yeah. yeah, like I, because if you don't, like I know if I play against someone on Goblins, I'm making them show me that it's a different one. Because I swear to God, if I see three delusionaries in there, I'm a flip out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. By the way, everyone listening, this is why you should get to like see look listen how fun it is. Yeah, it sounds sounds great, man. This is a great pitch. You know the other fucked up thing too is the Warhammer cards aren't on Moto. Oh yeah, yeah. So says so. so it's a like, different format. Yeah. Like, so Maverick, which is one of my favorite decks in Legacy, um, uh, it plays, uh, like a card from there, uh, from, uh, the Warhammer sets. It's like a Tyrion or something. And, um, <laughs> there is just a chance that I play against a Warhammer card. Never fucking seen it before. 
So now while we're talking, I'm going to look at uh, the Warhammer sets. I'm going to see if there's any Soltai cards that just like why? Say, why is it not included? Because I don't know. Because the mechanic, like the the keywords and stuff, are kind of weird. I do, brother. I don't know. I mean, I mean, it can't be that many cards, can it? You want to do some math? Sure. All right. So four row. All right. So they're rows of four. Okay. Okay. And 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, uh, 42. So four. So 42 rows of four. 168. As how many new cards are in the Warhammer sets? It just, just make them easy. Well, they're like, they all have, you remember the D&D shit? Yeah. That was like the, yeah, it has those like, my will will be done. Like, well, so are they just never going to do it? I mean, it's, that was they, like they said they're working ago. on it. Yeah. They, they said they were trying to. I mean, okay. it took them forever to put the Unfinity shit on it. And how will this, how will it even like be released to the wild? Because, I mean, there's not, must not be like community interest in these cards outside of like the good cards that are, could be played, right? I'm just reading some of these while you're talking, and there is just some fucked up shit. But like, to, what in in this in this pile of cards, these 168 cards, how many actually affect legacy in a meaningful way? Is it like four, or is it like that one, or what is it? I don't, I don't know, honestly. Um, to, it's I'm, just, I'm, it's just crazy because the so the card I'm talking about, by the way, for people that are listening, let me find it again. <laughs> Because the card that sees a lot of play in Legacy and Maverick, it's this red green Tyranid, and it's like really good for them. But like I said, you like I didn't know they played it until um, a buddy of mine was telling me about it, and I was like, oh, I mean, I guess that would make sense. You would want to play that card, but I would have never had any idea because you can't see it on the one place that people play Legacy. Yeah, it'd be like a splunking like card where it's like it's fine for one deck. Kind of. Yeah, uh, the Moloch. So it is a green-red X, Ravenous 5, or Ravenous, uh, Terror for the Deep. When it enters the battlefield, it fights up to one target creature and opponent controls. If that creature would die this turn, it is exiled instead, and it's a base 2-2. Two, two. Okay. So yeah, Ravenous, this creature enters the battlefield with X plus 1 plus 1 counters on it. If X is 5 or more, draw a card when it enters the uh, okay. So Maverick will play that because it can fight your opponent's like annoying shit, and then if you make it big, it draws a card. Okay. I mean, there's like a couple cards I found. I mean, I wonder. Well, you know, while we're talking about the subject, because this is an interesting subject we're talking about. I wonder if there is a place where people post like their paper legacy. Like, if I looked up paper soul tie, uh, legacy. I mean, MTG decks, I think they're, they're pretty good. I think it's mtgdex.net, yeah. Oh, I see it. Well, that's just, well, okay, let's see. Go to, I mean, this so, is So, yeah, there's a Hardia Legacy Cup, uh, Bug Control, two level two, four Murktide, four Bows. This looks very similar to what I'm playing. But I just want to see, like, do they play anything that they can't play on Moto? Currently, I don't see anything in this list. Is there a way you could look up, like, sets? Well, you could look by Moto Price and see if it's null, I guess. Like, when you look at a deck list. Oh, really? I mean, just, like, there's a lot of stuff where it's, like, you you could toggle between paper and, and uh, digital. And stuff like that. And what, what was the card called again? The Moloch. 
Okay. And there's a good chance we're cutting a lot of this out because slow. I don't know. I think it's interesting because, like, the, I mean, it is an interesting thing uh, to talk about. The fact that, like, the one place to play this format, you can't even play all the cards. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen attack yet. The other problem, too, by the way, with this is people don't try those cards in their decks because they haven't seen them. Yes. Like, like why why would you trust that if you've never seen it see play? <laughs> like, right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm just kind of looking. So if you want to, if you want to keep going, you ever, you know what I'll do? And and you can leave this in. I I'm gonna pick a random Warhammer card. I'm gonna play him inside. Oh wait, you're gonna pick one, or I'm gonna pick one. You're gonna pick like a red one or something. <laughs> like well, what I can't I'll fucking pick, play. No, I'm, I'll pick. Well, first off, I I don't, I don't want to do this, but um, let's pick a good card if that's what we're gonna do. What's a set name for Warhammer? I just I just went to Mythic Spoiler. I went to the Warhammer set. No, that's what I'm doing. But I don't know. Uh, there was one I found that I thought was funny. It's a black one. What's what's uh, the set set like three character for Warhammer? Uh, it's just Warhammer 40k Commander. There's like three letters that are associated with the set. Like at the bottom left corner of each card, what's what's the letters? Uh, the bottom left 40k yeah. or 0k. Oh, four. Okay, okay. That that's how that's how I get to Scryfall. So like Abaddon the Despoiler, like that's not like that's that in Crixus. I'm in Sultai. No, I'm just no, no, no. I'm ask. I'm not. I'm not trying to pick the card. Like this. Okay, does it exist on hard order? So it's there's no digital copy of this card. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. This was wasn't the last year. No, 2022. A year and a half ago. Yeah. Is that summertime? Cool. Okay, so we're putting. Okay, so we're putting a random, not random, but one a card that you can ca- feasibly cast. In- also, people will say this might not even happen. Like, I'm. Yeah, we might pick a card. And I just never do it. Okay, so let's let, okay. let me let me tell you the card that I found that I think would be like you could argue would be something. Sure, go ahead. Okay, uh, well I found two actually, so I'll do the first one though because I like. So it's called Nurgle's Conscription. It is a five mana instant. Put target creature card from an opponent's graveyard onto the battlefield tapped under your control, then exile that player. Here's the problem with uh, so picking, five mana. Yeah, that's the thing. It's picking high mana shit because like the deck plays high mana shit in the sense that it, it plays it for free. That I mean, you could make an argument. You would lose the argument. No, but you well, could no, make you, the argument to play the this. Uh, brother, let me tell you, you you very rarely ever get to okay, more than so, four mana. So the first thing I did, because I'm like doing a scryfall, I'm like trying to I, like get it down. The first thing I did was like mana value less than three. Because I'm like, let's, let's look at card? one how, and two. I'm looking. How many cards does that show? There's 80. Okay, so I said eight uh, less than three mana value, not white or not red. That's that's what I searched for. There's 85 cards. There's, okay. there's some stuff. And there's a few colorless. Oh, there's like go for the throat and explore. So there's a well, few Well, yeah, th- so you're, you're still looking at the uh, the reprinted cards too. I am just looking at exclusive. I don't know if you could filter out those cards. Well, so Mythic Spoiler has just the exclusive cards. How do you do that? If you just go to Mythic Spoiler and the Okay, so go to Mythic Spoiler. I'm, uh, okay. Myth, mythic spoiler. Okay, okay. I'm I'm on Scryfall. That maybe that's it. Okay. Yeah. So go to Mythic spoiler, and then you're gonna hit expansions, and then you should see the Warhammer expansion. Expansions. Okay. Expansions. Warhammer for forty thousand. Yeah. Okay. And then it okay. will just show you the the exclusive cards. Gotcha. It can can if I click like the swamp, will only show me the black cards, the mono black cards. I think okay. so. I haven't did it. Yes. Yeah, it looks like these are all uh, only 
other black or colorless. Yeah, the black or colorless. Um, um, I don't think there's a, a good card. I <laughs> no, I I'm sure there's not. Uh, I it's gonna take some time. Do you? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the same. I'm going back to Squarefall because that's the only way to do it. I'm gonna sort by price because the cards. Oh ex- yeah, that's smart. Yeah, that's what I do. But it's like Dark Rituals, like one of the top ones. That doesn't really count. Biophagus, two mana, one three. It's a mana dork. It's a creature. It comes to the cat. Okay, that card sucks. Darkness. That's Black Fog. I, I don't know. That's I, a that's a reprint. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is working. This is not going well. Uh. All right. We're board mission. <laughs> How about hardened scales, dude? I if I ever build scales, that's gonna be the art I use. Yeah. Oh, it is real. Yeah, I have the uh, explorers from the set. I think I have uh, go for the throws from the set. Go for the throw looks really cool. Yeah. N- none of these. Uh, none of these are good. Oh, that's a cute card, former Grant Horde. Uh, so it's one green X ravenous, uh, endless form. Whenever land enters the battlefield under your control, you may pay three. If you do, you return it from your graveyard to your hand. That's cute. Okay, uh, you, you want to go to standard? Yeah, we can talk about it for a minute. Okay, I don't really have a whole lot. Well, you, you and uh, Jacob just did a standard challenge. I mean, challenge. we can talk about how Jacob broke the format. Okay, well, according to according to who himself? Yeah, yeah. But I think like okay, so <laughs> Jacob, I, I want to talk about Jacob's deck because that's like the the one deck I'm interested in right uh-huh. now. It's bad toxic. It's been exploding everywhere online. Yeah, pe- people seem to be hyped. I think, like... Uh, I mean, watching him play it, it looks good. So so before yeah. we get into Jacob, I'll, I'll say what I'm playing. Okay. Mine's not as cool. So the two decks that I'm really on right now is Blue White Mid and uh, uh, Demir Mid. And honestly, there's not much to say about them. Like, they're both cool. Got it. <laughs> like, Jacob's deck is way cooler than both of my decks. Like, infinitely. Like, I think... I think these are, like, the definition of, like, stale in the format. Like, basically, you just go turn one, one mana, one, one flyer, turn two, fucking boat, and then turn three, something cool, and then that's it. That's your game. Right. Yeah. But Jacob's deck, uh, his deck's way cooler, and Brent wants to build it. Build it. Yeah, well, I'm like, I could I could either buy two Shieldreds, or Whoa. I could buy this entire deck. Why, yeah, like, why would you it, want to do that? Just buy the deck. The deck's way cool, like better than black. Right, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I just like, to me, it's also like, I guess there's, this deck is, to me, you know, I have a loose definition of the word com- of combo, but this kind of is a combo deck, sort of. I mean, I'd probably put it pretty close to being a combo deck. It's the closest we get in standard right now. Like, there's there's Agatha Soul Quadrant decks, but those are- I think those are bad. Yeah, right. And they're, you know, they're, you need four Agatha Soul Cauldron, which is like, what, 80? And then, like, they play like a bunch of Shieldreds too. It's a lot. So, um, yeah, so you I've, just, yeah, that's right. Agatha Soul Cauldrons are only a billion dollars. Right. And it's like the protections, like, what, what makes this cool? Um, and this is not, it's not, it, it's kind of a, you know, it's, it's a weird, weird deck, but it's just like, you play these toxic creatures, you try to, you know, you're playing Infect, uh, like Bad Infect without pump spells, but you also, like, just have your protection spells with Venerate Rock Freaks. They actually do stuff where it's like, okay, well, March of Swirling Mist, my Venerate Rock Priest, and I targeted my thing, so, you know, no, one more poison, you know? So well, that, I mean, that the was big thing is that they, they rack up real hard with Wolf. 
Like the yeah. the reason the deck is really good is you don't have to attack. Right. Yeah. They just play a like a wall of roots or something. It's like, uh, well, that's fine. You just like and it, like it plays a bunch of bounce spells too. So it's like, all right, I'll fading hope your your guy so my double striker can get in do two points of effect. Well, and, and if like you scrub it, it's four. Right. The, yeah, the, big, yeah. the big reason the deck is really good, though, is, is just the sheer fact that, like, a lot of the format gets really wide. Like, a lot of decks in the format put a bunch of shit on the battlefield. And Toxic just gets to be like, all right, well, when that happens, I just don't have to attack to kill you anymore. I can just kill you. Right. Yeah. Like, your stuff might be bigger and better than my whole board, but I, I just don't have to attack anymore. And, yeah, like, Rob Priest, like, if you want to interact with Rob Priest, it sucks, like. It's annoying. Right, because like, all right, well, I'll take one, and then if you just, like, pray they don't have, like, Fading Hope or March or even just bring, bring the ending, which is just, like, um, yeah, counter unless you have two or just counter-target spell if it's if they're already at three poison. Yep. And then also Skrull's Hive is just, like, uh It's Bitter Blossom. Yeah, it's Bitter Blossom, but, yeah, there's basically two ones. That's, well, that and they get up. lifelike at some point. Uh, It's when yes. they're corrupted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's, like, really good. Yeah, yeah. So this is, like, just watching... I, I only watch a little bit of Jacob play, but it's just, like... It's it, it's, it's pretty cool. So I, I was kind of in on this. I and, think it's a good I think it's a good choice right now. Yeah, and I think, like, people are, like... I think it's a known, decent deck. Because at first, like, I was listening to CCR. Uh, shout out CCR. He was a great guy at the RC. Uh, he was talking about how he played blue-black uh, mid, you know, that's one of your two decks. And immediately I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll blindly listen to CCR. He's a great guy. And I think you're still pretty high on that deck too. But I think it's really good. It does get to beat up on Toxic a little bit because you do play a lot of removal and shit. Sure. Um, yeah. But like, the, if you choose either of the two decks, I said you are signing up to like play Magic. Like one of the things about the, the Toxic deck and Domain is those decks don't have to play Magic. Like, Domain, you can just get to seven mana, put an attraction into play. Like, all right, I drew four cards. Here's a big dumbass 7-7. Seven, seven. Good luck. Like, you have to deal with this. And then, all right, cool, you dealt with this. Well, now that I have seven mana, everything's unlocked for the rest of the game. Like, I, I can just turn the brain off. Right. With, yeah. with Toxic, it's kind of the same way. It's like, all right, I just have to hold up my protection spells. And at some point, I can just not have to attack you ever. Yeah. But if you pick the mid-range decks of the format, yeah, you're, you're signing up to, like, all right, <laughs> I have to think about everything I'm doing at every corner. If I fuck up here, I might just be dead next turn. <laughs> like, and I and I suck. I'm not praising myself on it. I am not the greatest. There are a lot of times that I I make a mistake, not thinking, and then I I literally lose the game. Yeah. Uh, I I just preach this because that's just how standard is. If you're playing these mid range mirrors all day, decisions are super important, and you have to. Like really think about what you're what you're doing. Yeah. Now, like I said, if you play like domain or something, or even on red, and you're just like, all right, turn the brain off. Let's let's do it. If I were playing domain and standard, I like you know, it'll be a good uh, test for my new re- resolution of like playing fast because I feel like domain mirrors could take oh, a long time. My fucking god, that is actually the only reason I don't play domain. I love domain, and I was gonna build it, but the only reason I didn't was because I don't want to play the fucking mirror. I played the mirror seven times on Arena, and I was like, I'm done. I was like, I could not in paper. Yeah, we were we were watching it together uh, recently, and it was just like, it just looked completely miserable. And there's, the only fix is really just play Jace, the perfected mine, and like, 
just I just hate it. Yeah, it's uh, it, it ain't it ain't good. That's why. I was, but that's one reason I was like kind of interested. Like Demir Midrange initially was like it. It's just like it's it, you know it's a completely different deck. If it owns domain, which is apparently C, as CCR was saying, it do, it does a pretty damn good job. But that made me just immediately. Have you ever watched me play it against domain? It is really rough for domain. Yeah, but it's kind of pricey, and I don't have a lot of cards to start. I think I have like one Shieldred, and that's kind of it. It has a lot of like like gigs. I'm surprised is so expensive at this point. It's yeah, like, he went he went way up. Yeah, he did. But I mean, that's fine. And this is all kind of pending on if I actually do play standard. I know I, I have people that are kind of pleading for me to play standard. The only time I I joke to, uh, I was talking to Drew, and Drew was like, you know, I've never seen you play standard, so I don't think you can. And I said, well, technically no one has, because when I did play standard, I didn't have a legal deck. So no one at this point has seen me play standard uh, legally. So that's, that's good stuff. I mean, you're just, you're just bad, Brad. Fine. I, I, I felt bad. I was just like, I, that would have gone to my grave if, if I was ever, if that never got found out. If I like, went back to the hotel room after winning the LCQ and then putting the deck together, back you, together. I feel like you would have told me in confidence and I would have straight up looked at you and been like, we cannot share this with anyone ever. This will, this can, you will die with this <laughs> before we speak it to a soul. Well, I, I don't know. I might just be, I, I might just yell it out. Just like, you know, I, I have no shame or whatever. I was stunned. It was fucking hilarious, but I was. It, yeah, yeah. I think like some people were upset with me or like were pissed or would have been upset if I won. But I was like, look, it's nothing like I think t- to me, I was like, I don't think it's cheating because that required that to me is like, do I did I intentionally do this? I did intentionally run three less lands. I there were times I really wanted to land. So it's like, yeah, you just you just uh, made an oopsie and you were dumb. Yeah, I was oopsie. I, I was a dumb. Yes, that's all it is. But it's OK. It happens. I, I yeah. definitely don't think it was malicious intent. No, I I would hope to do something else better to if I wanted to get some sort of unfair advantage. To me, I made my deck worse by doing that. That's I fully believe that. So cool. So what now? <laughs> I think that's it. Just like looking at there's so many formats. I'm like clicking through it. I'm like I'm just on Goldfish, just looking at shit and like standard, modern, Pio, all the way over to Legacy. It's like okay. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Um, I guess, honestly, that's kind of tough. I usually don't do these because, I don't know. I don't, I don't really believe in them. Yeah, I was going to say, it, like, it, it only disappoints me later when I realize I didn't do it. So, um, I guess, honestly, like, yeah, I, I kind of have to say in the boat as you, like, I pay, like, $50 a month for premium for uh, OnlyFans. No, uh, for uh, whatever that fucking thing's called, Manitreators. And, uh... I, I think I'd, I'd like to just use it more, which I have been currently. So, uh, so I've been keeping up with it. Like, I have to do a challenge. Yeah. Uh, so, so I'm coming in the same boat as you. Just like, do more mono. That's a, it's a good one. And I guess, like, there was like a lot of, um, like, I'm trying to be, you know, I just bought a house. So I'm like, I'm trying to, like, not make stupid purchases, like, as much. Like, I had more disposable income, I felt like, and now I don't. So, like I would used to just kind of randomly just like if we were at a store, I'd be like, uh, let me just buy two MH2 packs or something like that. Or it was like we were cracking M8 Modern Horizons pack and stuff like that. I'm doing that a lot less now. And because it just, you know, I'm kind of just burning cash for the most part. And 
but like that being said, I've also during all this time I I bought actually bought Amulet and Neoform decks on on digital. Like I have Neoform. I have almost all of Amulet. I don't have two One Rings. I only have I only have two, so I need two more. I'm just kind of waiting for the price, kind of. But it's like it's like if I want to play Amulet right now, like for real, I would just I would just either buy the two or just rip the last two or or whatever. So it's not that big of a deal. But like, yeah, just playing more online. I think part of it too was like I thought I would have to do like like I'll fire it up. I guess I'll play a league. It's like that that felt like a lot. But then like. If I could say, you know, let's just play one game, maybe I'll play a second one. It makes it like less taxing to me. That's that's some, fair. I can feel that. Because some people are just like, I'm gonna go through a bunch of leagues and I'm just like, I don't necessarily want to do like I, I have, you know, I have other stuff going on or like I, I wanna hang out with a girlfriend or something like that. So it's like I don't wanna just like keep tie myself to a chair for like three hours playing magic or or however long this league may take, because it's just so you know, there's no telling how long it'll take, but like last night, I was just like fired up. I was like, I guess I'll just play one game of Neoform and it like continued this league I'm currently on. And I was like, yeah, that was, that was nice. That was just like a little bit more. I felt like I got smarter. Like I won the match and that was some, like a little bit more validation with like my deck building and my play. Cause you know, that's something I was like a little dicey on was like that specific matchup. And I was like, I, I think I played it pretty well. And, like maybe I just like with CCR dumpstered me, I was a lot less confident in the matchup and just thinking about it, I was like, maybe it's not as good. But that was like, oh, maybe it's like it kind of gives you know confidence. That's all it was. It gave me a little confidence. Alrighty, all right, that's good. Yeah, um, I guess that's it. Like I, I was talking to you know we were all hanging out last week. Like everyone came over to the house, and the, which was great. It was it was a lot of fun to have everyone over and. I hope I didn't disappoint. I don't. I don't think I disappointed Buddy with the answer. But I was. I was kind of nervous, like saying because he was like, "What are you looking to do this year?" And I admitted to him like how my interest in standard was 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 low, and like I I don't view myself as like I told him like I don't want to be locked into whatever Watsy wants me to play. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. Yeah, and you know, part of it's like, look, I only have. So many brain cells, only have like six. And, you know, two, like four of them are modern and pioneer decks. And, and I don't want to just dive into standard just because I feel like I'm just so like all, like a lot of our friends are actually play a lot of standard and they're like really dialed in and including yourself. And I was like, I don't want to be dictated to, I don't want to be told what I, what I need to do. No, I, so th- I think that's a very fair statement, honestly. Right. And, and, you know, I, you know, I'm still going to listen to other podcasts and listen to standards. So I kind of keep my finger on the pulse a little bit. Like I think CCR, I was talking to him at, when I was talking to him at RC, I said, I don't think we'll do standard. Like I said, I didn't guarantee we would do standard content for the season. It was like, yeah, but it might be kind of good to be forced into the format for his listener base. Cause he is going to cater towards like more towards what this, what the RC season is what, like that path and you know that's obviously like the 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 path because pioneer at least locally feels yeah like for me buying amalia cards might be ridiculous at this point and yeah like that 
I don't know. Like, so there's an argument to buy cards out of season because they might yeah. be cheaper. But yeah, it, it is kind of rough because like it wouldn't be tough for stores to be like, yeah, we're just not going to do like Pioneer stuff. Because Pioneer to me is is almost in the same realm of standard as a format that people just don't really give a shit about unless they are forced to play it. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it sucks being, but like, that's just kind of the taste that Pioneer has left in people's mouths for a while. Is like, why would I want to play this format that I hate playing? Unless I have to do it. Like, Modern will always fire at Yeah, stores. well, everybody's always yeah. loved Modern. Even when Modern gets bad, like it has been, and it has been bad, people will like still... Like, R.O. Lurus. Well, yeah, Yori but even, like, Scam, shit. Yeah, shit like scam. that, yeah. Like, people will still go to your locals and play it, because Modern is a loved format. Yeah. It's the lawless wasteland format. Like, people just enjoy playing it. <laughs> I fucking hate it, and I still play it. I'm, I'm going tomorrow <laughs> to play it. Like... Like, I fucking hate it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, that's just kind of the thing. Yeah. But yeah, go, yeah, just kind of wrap up the the interaction I had with Buddy. Yeah, I mean, you and Jables were there, too, but, like, I was just kind of talking to him about it. I was I, I was pleased that he was like, no, you do you, and I, because, like, I to mean, me. I mean, you've done so well. Like, that's the thing, is it's hard to be like, it'd be different if, like, you, you didn't even try ever, and then it's like, all right, well, we're going to the standard season, you're like, ah, no, I'm still not going to. Then it's kind of like, okay, well, that's kind of fucked up, but, like, you bust your ass. Like you're you're actively out there winning events. So like I told him too, I was like, look, man, like if he needs like if he don't want to do it, he's not gonna do it. Like he doesn't have to. Yeah. Well that was that was encouraging because I could I could imagine other groups of people that all right, what are we doing for standard or whatever? And that's not us. And, and you know it's not like I'm just like, well, I'll just wait for the season that Pioneer's coming up next. I'll just wait on that and just like, yeah, call me in call me in six weeks kind of thing. It's I don't I'm not that. Like, you know, we still have, like, we're, I'm looking at NRG events and SCG events. Like, the first ones aren't lining up very well because they're around, like, I think that when I looked at NRG, it was like the weekend after Denver and then the week before, after Hunter Burton, these prominent events that I'm going to both of. So I'm like, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. Like, I just, I don't want to do two high-profile events back-to-back. Yeah, I mean, and you and I are both in relationships. I, I definitely understand. And as somebody, like, yeah. I, I travel a lot for work, like, doing cons and shit. And it's rough, dude. Let me tell you. I know you don't travel a lot. No, no. Brother, it is. You have is, it worse. It, yeah, I'm not trying to, like, be, yeah, I'm not trying to lay the dick down. But, like, yeah, it, no, I as somebody that does it, I don't recommend Because they're, yeah. like, all of February, I'm going to be gone, like, every weekend. And it, and it sucks, because I miss... I miss Kayla. I miss the dogs, and then like it just—it's rough. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't envy the the tournament grinders and shit that are like, all right, out for like a month. Yeah, I was listening to to uh, when I was I was t- kind of chatting up with Barlin at at uh, Atlanta a little bit. You know, I have like all these circles and stuff like that, so I I would kind of pop over to the DFW circle my old Wichita circle then the Barlin circle and stuff like that I'd just go everywhere and I like listening to Barlin you know he like we talked about all your pro tour or, or all your, I don't know why I said pro tour all your top eights he had like he top eight just about every single one that he played in and he played in like almost all of them I feel like you know just like I think he estimate i mean it was a long season that let it that fed into atlanta but he played a crap load of magic to finally get the invite for 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 that 
And no, I heavily respect him for it. Like, he's a good player. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and it happens. Like, there are a lot of top eights that you watched that I played in that just, I would get to top eight and then my draws would suck. Yeah. There was, like, the the games I watch, your top eight, some of the, it's just, like, super bad luck. Just, like, keep you a sketchy six lander, or six six card hand that just never got there, and opponent just, like, just going off. Like, yeah. It's, it felt like that happened a lot. I was but always, I, I was always yeah. like, man, could this not just happen in like the Swiss? Right, yeah, but we'll we'll see. So I guess with standard, we'll see. I, I think you're you're gonna kind of, are you gonna commit to some of that to some of the RCs? I, I definitely am, but I'm just a, a bitch for punishment, dude. Like, I I am. I I don't know if I'm gonna go as hard as I did last time, where I was dragging John with me fucking everywhere. Um, I might. I don't just... think. I don't think John's that interested. As of uh, right yeah, now, I know he's not. I mean, I told him I was like, if you don't want to go with me, just tell me. I, I, to me, I have no problem going alone. I have definitely driven to Louisiana by myself, done all this other shit, do a you want event by myself. Yeah, they're not fun, but I've done them. Me too. Yeah, I did the. Uh, I went up to Durant, Oklahoma once. Not terribly fun, but it's all right. But yeah, we're looking at energy. We're looking at SCG. You know, stuff these big other tournaments, and then there was recently uh, a Pioneer 2K, just like a one-off tournament up north. I just realized I can't go to that, so I was kind of bummed. But it's like I'm going, to, I'm going to shop around. Like at least I, I, I don't care about the, you know, I want to do well, obviously, but like really, I just kind of want to make sure my, uh, like, I still have the, the, uh, can mentally like play with paper and stuff like that too. So. Yeah. Like it's it's different than than playing on a computer. It's the exact same, but it's completely different at the same times. There there are a lot of differences. To be completely fair, yeah. Like a big thing is knowing local meta and shit and paper is wildly different. Because like you could get on Moto and play Amulet Titan like thirty five times. There's nobody that plays it besides like. Uh, well, conversely, sometimes there's like me and Nick and and uh, you know Caleb. Like out of ten of us, there's three Amulet players, and we're just like. It's ruining people's nights sometimes. But yeah, we'll see. But yeah, the TLDR Bantock is pretty cool. And uh, I can't wait to play Neoform again. Yes, I- I'm very excited for this weekend. Yeah. Cool. Let's call it there. Thanks everyone for checking us out. We'll catch you guys next time. Later.